So, Sean, we were just discussing uh, we were discussing all the fame and notoriety of your local pub uh, that you're having to kick out celebrities because they're annoying you. Well, I'm getting kicked out. That's what's annoying me. Yeah, um, yeah. They come in with their entourages. So um, there you go. Yeah. Used to be kind of the drinking spot for Hillary Clinton when she was in town. What? And, yeah, I know. Yeah. So. That's insane, dude. What a wonderful Hillary. <laughs> so. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. So it's just you and me today. Uh, Joe is uh, Joe is flying somewhere today because he's a genius and he scheduled a flight. Looking in the weather in the states, is he, he trying to fly? Is it is it bad down your way or? There's a ton of flights getting canceled uh, all over the states, and people are not able to get to where they wanted to be for their uh, holidays. So I, I find it a little nuts that he's trying to do that, but you know, whatever, whatever makes him happy, I guess. Yep. <laughs> whatever. I think he's trying to get down to Miami, so he has a better odds because there's no snow. But uh, I don't know. I'm in Georgia, and in Georgia, the temperatures here for us in Fahrenheit are in the teens tonight for the next four or five days at night. So for us, that's uh, brutally cold. Nothing for you, but, uh, you know, for us. Yeah, well, that's Ireland is normally quite temperate. I mean, we, we got some cold weather uh, last week, and I think there's some June next week. But, I mean, normally Ireland is, like, cold, wet, um, but not cold, cold. Like, not, you know, I have a sister who lives in Boston, and I know it's minus 4,000 degrees or some shit. I <laughs> Like, why would you bother? You know, <laughs> I saw some footage yesterday of a uh, a, uh, a a backup, a massive backup, and a windstorm and a wind and snowstorm in in Wyoming, and it was already with the wind chill like forty degrees below Fahrenheit, which is just insanity. And people, they were like telling everybody, "Don't shut off your car; you will be yeah. a dead person." Because their cars could they couldn't move; they're just stuck on the highway. So, anyway. Um, I have not even looked at the market today. I have not a clue what's going on because I'm at my parents' house and, uh, you know, doing the Christmas thing. So. Uh, we're, we're coming off a couple of points. Um, okay. Basically, we're just chopping. I, I don't personally think unless something like Binance blows up, I don't think we're going to see any big moves until, until the new year. Um, that's kind of my view of it. Um, I think we'll chop along, you know, Wall Street's that Wall Street's off a couple of points, you know, point and a half, a couple of points. I think Bitcoin is down a percent nearly and Ethereum a point, 1.2 or something like that. So, uh, right. but yeah. it's just chopping. There's like nothing of, you know, nothing of significance at all. To be honest, we haven't had a significant move since the FTX implosion. Um, we're just kind of sideways, chop, 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 stealing money from people. I was going to say, which is good for you, right? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what works for you. I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing. That's fantastic. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just so painful. I mean, I do try to do some serious volume on these things, and there's just no volume going on. It's just it's yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. I again, I you know, I mean, there's you know, there's, a surprise can always happen, but. I think the surprise here, if anything significant happened before the new year, would be the surprise, if you see what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Because well, people, gotta... people can look at, you know, percentages. It's always better to look at a chart, in my opinion. Look at the daily chart. I mean, yeah, actually, there you go. You just look at the daily chart. That's FTX. And basically, nothing of interest is happening since then. Since, oh, yeah. look, that's just shopping. You know, yeah. so, you know, if you're just looking at percentages, it looks great. It looks terrible. It looks great. But the reality is we're just in the middle of this kind of range that we formed, um, which, again, is classic. Normally what happens is we get a move. We kind of fuck around. As you can see here, we can fuck around for a long time. We get a move. And that's the story of the whole market. Down, sideways, down, sideways, down, sideways, down, sideways. Let's see what happens next. All right. Um, you know, I was looking at, um, I saw this story. Uh, I didn't load a screenshot up of it, but the CEO of, pa have you ever heard of Paxful? I never even heard of it. I haven't aged. Yes, I'm, I'm, aware of, I'm aware of their work. Uh, like, I nearly sent them a bloody Christmas card after their recent news. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I could find the office address. Bottle of champagne and a Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious because what they did was um, the uh, 
they they decided that they were going to uh, nanny state for their users and protect them from the evils of uh, Ethereum. I, I think was the gist of what he used. I, I, I think reasoning. yeah, the part was they were going to protect their eleven something thousand users from Ethereum. Billion. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, they will never agree on this. So. <laughs> but, but no, I'm also you know in a way I do find it funny. Um, it's a free world. Paxful can do what they want to do. If you want to buy Ethereum, buy Ethereum. Um, yep. You know, um, it's it's their platform. They get to do with it as as they will. Um, my views on Ethereum are not a secret. Um, so I, it was entertaining, if nothing else. Yes, um, yes. To, to somebody like me, virtue virtue signaling, maybe to <laughs> a lot of. A lot of us Bitcoiners. <laughs> totally. He's like, he's like, you know what? I'm going all in on the Bitcoiners. I'm going to sign them up there. They, and I, I want to be the place. Is it an exchange? Is that what Paxful is? It's, it, uh, from what I know, it's almost a bit. Now, again, I could be completely wrong, but I think it's, it's slightly like local Bitcoins or something. Again, peer to peer platform for to buy and sell Bitcoin. I'd ended up following them ages ago on twitter so i just saw it um but i, I don't know i mean other interesting news i don't know if you saw that um um the, the fake satoshi um got awarded 900k 900k sterling so about 1.1 million in costs i didn't um, see that from peter yesterday uh which was it was completely expected because of again it's one of these things that you know i got involved with a with a, in comments with a few of the um, BSB people, and you know it's like it's a victory. E even though the judgment, which um, Pedro did actually tweet out the full judgment, um, you know the, the judge underlined, literally underlined the word. You know, I, I, not an exact quote. Hey, Craig, sue me, buddy. Um, which was, you know, Craig Wright has not underlined proven he's Satoshi. So the background of the case, for those who don't know, is that um, Pedro, uh, Peter McCormack, rightly called, um, rightly called, again, my views, not just your views, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be sued today. You go ahead. <laughs> right, rightly called, um, called Craig Wright, a, a scammer, I think was the term. Um, Craig um, and his, uh, his daddy, Alvin, um, sued. Um, they got a tech, technical win of one pound. Right. Um, but the way Peter's lawyers had defended themselves, they had to retire a few defenses. So um, the he ends up paying for uh, Craig's lawyers for those defenses. In the substantive case, Craig is actually paying uh, paying um, Pedro. So, you know, it's, it's more of the same from Craig. It's like this horrible... You know, reality that that if somebody takes you to court for defamation, even even when you're right, which Peter is 100% in the right here, in my opinion, and, and I think anybody yeah, with the judge's opinion, um, like we had with Hoodle Nort, um, like we had the case in Florida, um, that you know Craig was found to be lying. Bloody blah, blah. Look, he is what he is. Um, of course, that doesn't. You know, uh, poor Peter. Um, still has to um, still has to shell out about 1.1 million. Um, so Peter's basically covering attorney's fees for other defenses that he was using that he dropped, basically. For for Craig's lawyers in other defenses that were drops, as I understand it. Yeah. Okay. I get it. So, so okay. which again, I suppose legally is understandable, and I, I think there, you know, there's going to be a judgment of cost, but it's about 900k sterling. So. Um, that's kind of, it's a bit sad when the space gets this. Now, you know, equally, I think that the Bitcoin community has rallied around Peter. It was one of the more cheerful mornings of my life to see that, um, to see that we do support our own in these things. Yep. So I'm pretty sure Peter will be okay in it, which is, which is what really matters. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, nobody, well, nobody should be, you know, made, have their lives ruined for telling the truth. No, absolutely not. And and look, the bottom line is, is that we all know what Craig is and and that Peter was right. The question, the, the weird thing about this is, is that he gets sued and because he dropped defenses 
uh, against the lawsuit in in those courts that he actually I, has I, to I pay the fees. I think completely wrong. I think his initial defense, which, which is unachievable, that and again I could be wrong, but 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 I think I think I'm right, but I could be wrong. Um, I think his initial defense was that they could prove he wasn't Satoshi, and, and that's an almost impossible um, impossible thing to to you know you're you're proving a negative, yeah. Right. Right. And and I think that's where a lot of the the costs got burned. And uh, no, Shizzy Craig is actually Satoshi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> well, do you think they do these? Do you think um, do you think this is all ego, or do you think this is to keep up the whole uh, keep all of their uh, cult uh, in in line by suing to protect the image? I mean, it's so ridiculous, man. This one of the, is, one and, of the many and what's things. the deal with? What's the deal with that relationship with his his sugar daddy? I don't get that whole thing either. One, one of the many interesting things, it's the whole judgment, I think it's 18 pages, actually worth a read. A lot of it is just, you know, judge judgeness. But one of the interesting things, and again, under UK law, the initial ruling is actually given as a draft to both parties under embargo. Okay. okay. So under embargo, they're not allowed to say anything about it. But of course, Craig being Craig went off into one of his Slack groups and... And, and decided to say, you know, that sure, you know, spending four million to get back a pound may not look great. Bloody, bloody, bloody. So, um, look, look here, here's the thing about it: it's to stop. Ultimately, it's just bullying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, it's you know, it's to stop people like me, which won't work. Going, look, you're just a fucking scam artist, Craig Wright. <laughs> yeah, it won't work. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Get it? Totally get it. Yeah, I think that's what their goal Again, is. Again, not the views of the show. People. I'm fucking views. Me, not the, not the views of the show. Of you. Let's let's do it, yeah. Yeah, please contact Sean directly if you have uh, concerns, Craig. But uh, uh, yeah, look, I mean, I haven't been afraid to say that the man can't prove that he's Satoshi because he isn't, you know. Um, and so, at the end of the day, this whole I think a lot of people have been harmed by what they did and what they have put out to market. So, um, and you actually think, uh, uh, so on our topic for today, um, that, um, that uh, we were going to discuss kind of the whole maxi approach and attitude. And let me, let me get the wording exactly how we uh, talked about it in our chat. Uh, why Bitcoiners want nothing to do mostly want nothing to do with the rest of the crypto space, why we view ourselves as above it and why we won't and should not join forces on legislation, regulation, etc. i.e. what's in the mind of a maxi. Let's 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 start there, man. Yeah, because like I've heard you say, and not just you, a lot of people say say this in the past, is that you know, and again, as a fundamental starting point um to to this, I don't really care about regulation. Yeah, I don't right. really care about any of that horseshit. I think that uh, Warren and Clinton have got it right. Okay, that this is an attack on the dollar. Okay, um, and I think if you there's a there's a dishonesty in not accepting that. Now, I don't think an awful lot of Warren or Clinton, um, but I think they've called it right. This is what Bitcoin is about: is is an attack on the dollar, and they. Um, <laughs> they treated. Niblet says, "I step away to fix a coffee, and now Craig is and Satoshi is nothing real." And Eamon said, "He could prove it. He just needs to transfer some of Satoshi's coins." Of course, he can't do that because he's a scammer. Oh, Eamon going all in too. Eamon, you and me will be in court together, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe you can jointly uh, defend. Um, but yeah, yeah so uh, again, there's. When you view the mission of what Bitcoiners like me, and again, there is, there, you know, there's Bitcoin and then there's people who have views. And I think my view is certainly, you know, shared amongst a lot of Bitcoiners I know, which is look, we're not, we're not in this game to play with government regulations because you might rightly say, and, and, and undoubtedly, that the US is the biggest market in the world, it's the most influential, it's the only remaining superpower, bloody, bloody, bloody. And I go, yeah, but if we play this regulatory game in the US, we've got to play it in Europe. We've, we're basically, we're, we're allowing 
we're missing the whole point of this. The whole point of this is permissionless. Yes. Um, so whatever the American government wants to do, or the Iraqi government, or one of the other, I don't know, 180 governments around the world wants to do, I don't give a fuck. Uh, and that's an honest statement. So there, there's this first thing about why won't. Now, that's not, there are also Bitcoiners in the US who are, as you know, funding their own efforts with respect to this and, and yep. so on. That's of absolutely no interest to me whatsoever. Um, I'm not one of these Bitcoiners who who care whether ETH is a security or not a security or Ripple is a security or not a security. Um, but when you look at the political efforts of the rest of the space outside of Bitcoin and in the US specifically, there's always this question of why aren't we joining forces? Why aren't, why aren't we picking commonality with, you know, with this stuff? And, and I've said this to you before in, in, in a telegram and probably because it was, it's the, it was, it's the written word is that I look at coin market cap and I go, there's 21,000 crypto assets. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure that when you say you want the crypto community to get together and, you know, fight the good fight for regulation or, or, or whatever it is, you don't equally mean all 21,000 crypto assets, including hex and all of this and this and this. So there's this Correct. fundamental point of difference between people like me and you that is only where we draw the line. So in other words, you, you don't want to be having Richard Hart support the case. Right. For DeFi, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want Vitalik Buterin. Yeah. We're just drawing the lines in different places. I, I like that. And, and that's why it is. So, so, you know, this idea of trying to lump everything together, because the truth is that when you lump it all together, we all know an awful lot of it. We can disagree about things like ETH and all this stuff. You know, that, that's fine. But we all know there's such a large pile of steaming shit there that we're all drawing lines. Yeah. It's only a question of where our lines are drawn. Got it. So for you, the line is there's nothing else worth talking about except Bitcoin. And so yep. fighting in unison with someone who is an ETH maxi or fighting in unison with someone who loves ETH and loves Bitcoin uh, has no value um, because ultimately you don't care about the existence of anything except Bitcoin. Well, I, I go back further and say, first of all, I don't believe, again, you know, I'll, I'll state the case very clearly, you know, Bitcoin should be dark money. Yes, Bitcoin is trustless, it's permissionless, and so on. It's uncensorable. And what, by dark money, I mean that, again, the simple example, I can buy a pint of Guinness in Dublin um, with, with Bitcoin, and that's legal. If I try to do that in Iraq, it's illegal. So in Ireland, it's white money for that purpose, and in Iraq, it's black money. So right. if we don't just accept that whatever I use my, my Bitcoin for in some part of some jurisdiction in the world, it's going to be considered an illegal transaction. So this isn't a game that has any benefit in terms of a truly global permissionless currency. And that unfortunately does open up. It can be used for bad as well as good. I mean, you know, laughably, if you're a criminal and you're using Bitcoin, you're just a stupid criminal. <laughs> because it's, it's the most traceable money in the world. Right. Okay. So, so there's a fundamental starting point, which is going, I don't give a shit about your regulations. I just don't. Yeah. Um, because if I give a shit about your regulations, again, where do I draw the line? Do I draw the line at, I don't know, Finland's regulations? Or do I draw the line at Russia's regulations? Or do, where, where is this line where I'm going, yeah, okay, this current tree is currently good, and I'm not arguing against the US but in any way, yeah? But like, who the fuck knows what it's like in 10 years? So why play this game? We're here, our mission is to remove the control of money from government, and that includes your government, my government, and every other government in the world. Therefore, regulations, fuck you. Um, so that's, that's a starting principle. And secondly, we're not all the same. So if there is a case, which primarily the case is always about price as well, yeah? It's going, oh my God, if we get a spot ETF, it'll be great for Bitcoin or crypto in general, or if Ripple win this or ETH is 
proven to be a commodity and blah blah and again that i you you can't you can't view the space even even you as one of the most open people in the space can't view the space as a space because you're not going to bring hex and pick connect along with you correct so we're all drawing lines my lines are drawn very firmly as i said in what i think is the only real innovation in the space which is bitcoin and the only thing with sustainable value that is bitcoin and also from the point of view of of i do believe ETH is captured i believe it will get captured more and that's it man i i, I and, and that's, where, that's that's where this thought process goes yeah Got it. Now I'm going to take two paths with this. Um, yep. So the, the first one is going to be um, my, my take on this. If I were, if only Bitcoin existed or I were a Bitcoin maxi, right? Yep. <clears throat> and maybe, maybe my philosophy would be different, but based on my current philosophy, my approach to this would be this. Um, I understand your perspective and point of view that there's this permissionless money and its goal is to replace uh, government money. And I agree with that. And, and, and that's that's what I want. And that needs to be the mission. But from my perspective, as a guy who's been out marketing and selling products uh, and yearning for adoption of those products to make a living, um, I'd have another take on it. And my take on it is this, is that um, our end goal may be replacing everything with Bitcoin if I was a Bitcoin maxi today. But um, at the end of the day, more rapid adoption, more infrastructure adoption, more user adoption, more legitimacy is possible at a faster pace to replace, to get rid of the evils of government money if we, in fact, can push regulators to the place that we want them in terms of acceptance of or use of Bitcoin. Um, and so from my perspective, that is the that is the true value of dealing with regulators is I think it gets us there faster. I think it gets us to adoption faster. Um, and it makes it easier for us to replace government money because, um, you know, if you think about the decentralized capabilities of Bitcoin, um, it doesn't matter how co-opted it may seem from a regulatory perspective. If from a regulatory perspective, we can um, gain more traction with end users, um, then I think that it fulfills the mission faster. Would be would be my argument. I I I don't disagree with that. Again, I'm not the the the. Again, you're looking at it from where the country you're sitting in. Yeah. Okay, and I get it. And look, you, you guys. Oh, no, I, I mean, I mean that from a perspective of every country, and I mean a concerted effort. Look, at the end of the day. Oh, are we going to do this in North Korea? Would be my answer. My question. Well, of course not. I mean, I mean, there are limits, obviously, no. and I get it. You want to draw the line of none. My perspective is, if uh, get into every country we possibly can with the most um, lenient regulatory framework, so that we get faster adoption and more worldwide adoption. I realize that's a big job. It takes a lot of money. It's a lot of hassle. A lot of bullshit. Everything okay. else. But at the same time, um, a lot of the countries in the world. Um, we'll take the regulatory lead from the United States, right? Um, and so there is some value in the US, UK, um, and other a few other major countries being the first targets of, of our regulatory push, if we were just talking about Bitcoin, um, to get that adoption level, because from all of those countries comes um, the regulatory frameworks for much of the civilized world um and so my perspective is is that that actually results in more adoption for for Bitcoin. My, my my concern is what is that if if you take that approach is the compromise that happens along the way okay so uh, again you know play out some game theory here and you go okay so america says i don't know ethereum isn't a isn't a security it's ultrasound money whatever the narrative is yeah and then oh cool okay and then um people start using ethereum to transmit money to iraq north korea okay all of a sudden there's a regulated thing you're you're inside the circle all of a sudden they go no hang on a minute no no you can't do that because we have sanctions and then you just you just end up in the same place as as any other financial instrument 
Okay, so again, my fundamental view on hardcore technical innovations, and, and I think Bitcoin, if if you were to look at its technical achievement, standing on the shoulders of giants and all of that, and thank you, Craig Wright, for your innovation. Um, <laughs> Dude, fucking all hail major. Um, it, when you look at these types of technical innovations, um, they, they, there are always attempts to co-opt them into the existing mechanisms, the existing regimes, and yet the true technical innovations displace what's there. So right. in, in many ways, there was a great documentary years and years and years ago when I got into Bitcoin, and it actually put it beautifully. It said, look, strangely enough, money is the only area that technology has never really disrupted till now. Sure, we've got all of, you know, my Wi-Fi or my fucking, you know, pin cards and all of this kind of bullshit, yeah? But but the fundamental thing that is money has never been disrupted till now. So again, my view is I'm not against people trying to, to, to seek regulations. I, I would, again, we are all going to draw lines if we group together. Yeah, that, that's something that isn't acknowledged. We're not all in this together. Yeah, my lines are a lot tighter than your lines. Okay, but you know, to not acknowledge we're all drawing lines, okay, is there, there's an intellectual dishonesty about that. Okay, my line, number one line, everything else. Okay, <laughs> your line could be I don't know, number 1000 line, everywhere, wherever we draw the lines, but we're all right. There is, there is no space to defend. And ultimately, again, we're in the business of, um, of, of removing the control of money from these people, because what we see is what these people are doing, all governments, as far as I know, is they're, they're trying to use the technology of money now to even further oppress us with CBDCs and so on. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, in, I, I don't see it as evolution. I see it as revolution. That's honestly, and again, I, I'm also, I don't know if we're going to win. Yeah, but it's it's a fight worth having. Um, yeah, I think, and I think Bitcoin, Bitcoin genuinely believe this. I'm not just saying this to be controversial. I genuinely believe that Bitcoin is 100% stands alone in this regard. I don't think there is anything out there. Everything out there for me is a compromise too far. In, so in, into you know when I see when I see, you know, L1s that are funded by VCs, okay? When I see proof of stake, when I see the absolute essence of not thinking through, but, but because the reason, look, it is an interesting experiment, don't get me wrong. As far as I'm concerned, it's a failed experiment. Jesus, I could be wrong, okay? Um, but but all that, I, all that I can see with ETH and everything beneath it, um, are things that nobody has thought through in any way what their response to external pressure is. And Bitcoin, because of where it came from, which is, you know, dark corners of the internet from some very weird motherfuckers, okay, um, to whom we should be grateful. Again, thank you, Craig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He won a case. He got a pound. Come on. There you go. <laughs> um, comes from a from a place of being being designed for the purpose, and in my opinion, nothing else does. So, I definitely understand where you're coming from, and um, I think from a decentralization purity perspective, Bitcoin is the furthest along. Um, and, and it's impossible to argue anything else uh, on that topic for me. I I, I can't argue that. Um, I can argue that I think um, that others will get there or could get there. My point of view on this, and I would hope that even if I were um, a semblance of a Bitcoin maxi, um, that I wouldn't be a maxi in the, in, the, in the current sense of the word, because I'm a firm believer that uh, having worked in technology now for 26, 27 years, um, I'm a firm believer that the, the critical component to this innovation continuing to growing to being adopted is competition. And I, and, and I believe that as a, a capitalist and as a, and, and as a technologist. And 
I think it is a danger to Bitcoin for it to stand alone. I, I, see, I, 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 th I think why, I, I think, I think I would agree with you there, except I think you're misrepresenting what Bitcoin actually is. Okay, go ahead. It, it, so, you know, Bitcoin to me is like TCP IP. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's that level. Okay. Somebody coming along and going, here's TCP IP three. Or super TCPIP, or I think if we were called, if we were going to you know, ultra TCPIP to give it a net thing and going. No, they, they, these are not. They, they, that's not the level of, of of competition. Again, I would consider Bitcoin as a discovery, not an invention. Interesting. And and and, and I genuinely mean that. So I'm going like, you know, you discover gold, and then somebody discovers fool's gold over here. But there's only one discovery of gold. And you can take that gold and you can utilize it in, in different ways. So I don't gen genuinely mean this. None of these things will ever be and have ever been competition to Bitcoin in my mind. Okay. Um, I think I, I view it a lot closer to being a discovery than an invention. And that I think the innovation and the competition is in what it's used for. And I think, um, the, and the whole altcoin space is is distractionary to that purpose because it's just get rich quick schemes yeah so i obviously disagree with you that it's just get rich quick which quick schemes i think there are plenty of people um building uh in ethereum and other parts of this crypto world that are not um primarily just here to get rich quick um i think there are people that that um have strong opinions about what's being built they believe in freedom um they believe in capitalism they want money to be out of government's hands so i i, I can't ever accept that kind of broad stroke they're all scammers and yeah. they all want to get rich quick um which um, again that made me, I'm, that's a bit too far from my perspective from okay. what i stated yeah but but again there, I, I got quite disgusted at the space this year Okay, like genuinely to the point where I went, I don't even ever want to be fucking involved anymore. Um, <laughs> the absolute truth, you know, literally I was, and it wasn't just the, it's not the Doquan, SPF, CZ stuff. I mean, that's just grift. That kind of, I laugh at that and tend to make a few quid out of it. Um, so that's okay. It was more the attitude of the people engaged. So I think I, I tweeted something today where there's now, 83,000 people working in crypto full-time, okay? Right. Um, of which about 50% are in the trading broker end of it and then the rest split across NFTs. But what genuinely disgusts me about what happened in this cycle um, is the complete disregard for the fundamentals of the space. That's what, what I mean when I say dilute, yeah? So... Um, yeah. When, and in other words, the whole, the whole game, which again, I, like yourself, Brad, I lived through the dot com boom, and you know the, the the race to market and the race for funding and all this kind of stuff is great, but 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 ultimately, um, the the complete disregard for the very basics of what I got involved for, nearly got me out strangely enough it it was only the response to um a couple of things um one um private a friend of mine who's who's starting helping other people in the space and i got this is the crypto i remember this is the crypto i love and the bitcoiners response to pedro's position okay and i mean you know there are still good people out there but everything else i see again you know everything is a big word is just disregarding everything just disregarding the fundamentals it's kind of again i use this term jokingly and i don't mean it as a joke it's technological masturbation yeah my swap's better than your swap well how, how about we just stand back for a minute here and and go um remember what we're at trustless permissionless you know the basics right so I, I'm, I'm not, and, and to go back to, yeah, not everybody in the space is a grifter. There are grifters, of course there are. Like this is the Wild West, the SBFs, the CZs, the Doquans, 
you know, they're all out there, whatever. I get, that doesn't disgust me. That's just human nature. What upsets me about the space is the good people ignoring or getting so drowned out in all of this noise that the basics are thrown out. And that's what I mean by the dilution of, of that the, a lot of this stuff is just diluting core value. And I think that we will pay the consequences of that with CBDCs. And I think we'll pay real life consequences with that. And again, that's why I want, I always separate Bitcoin and everything else because I don't see anything else that's going to sound fucking, it's, you know, it's going to sound like, you know, Jesus-like or something. I don't see anything else with any real virtue. So I, I think I would not um, necessarily give you Bitcoin as a protocol layer at a communication level like TCP IP. Um, I would probably call it more like um, uh, an, a, a level above that. Like, uh, I don't want to use Gopher, but it's the first one popping into my head. Um, right. Whereas it is a protocol, um, but it's not a core communication level. It can't replace a core communication level. But I understand. Well, your I, I would say it's the communication of money. Okay, it's, it's, it's the standard for the communication of money. But that's, everything else on top. Of, yeah, so so I would assume you're separating everything else on top of that. So the actual Bitcoin uh, as money and the uh, Lightning Network and anything else that gets built above that is not part of the core protocol? No, that, that, that's wonderful. That to me, again... Satoshis uh, are separate. Yeah, in other words, the, the, the real innovation, the 1,400 companies building on Lightning is happening there yeah right right you know in other words you know bitcoin is is not without competition there's companies out there killing each other okay to race to use to innovate on the other levels of bitcoin yeah right and and again because i'm in the game so long like i remember ethereum as bitcoin 2.0 yeah that was right it. right that was that's it. that was the pitch that was the first narrative and you know zcash and god you know some doge to so many of them and i'm going look i cannot have any respect for any of these because they ignore the fundamentals um they they like so completely throughout the fundamentals in a world that is becoming frightening to me from a money perspective um they're of no interest um i can generously the most generous I get about them is maybe they're interesting experiments to to see what Bitcoin will do in the next five years and the next ten years. That's when I'm in a good mood. Yeah. And, so and I, of these eighty-three thousand people who are now full-time in crypto, which is a lot smaller number than I thought it would be, by the way, but um, I think um, the block published that published some research on it. Um, um, I just go. I think the vast majority of them have missed the whole point. That, that, that a lot of the projects I see are about institutional engagement. They're, you know, all of these things I'm going, this is not how the game is played. This is not what we're about. And I want no part of it. And it is, it is unimplied, in, it's unwanted inflation to the space and distractionary. And as I said, to me, quite degrades the space completely. Because the, because the vision of Bitcoin is noble. I, 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 and I think there are plenty of people in among those eighty three thousand that also have noble vision, um, and yeah. there are also plenty that are shithead scumbags. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, humans, uh, yeah. and and look, there are shithead scumbags in the Bitcoin world too. So you know, I mean, that, that's yeah. that's that's to be given as well. Um, I think. Look, I mean, we're not going to solve our our uh, we're not going to kumbaya on this topic today most likely <laughs> but it's christmas man come on <laughs> all right i accept everything you say sean uh, okay i'm ending the call here <laughs> <laughs> um but i do think that um look i don't think you're somebody that disagrees that people innovating can help drive bitcoin forward or the other layers that are innovating on bitcoin i think we just disagree about where it should happen and and i think that that bitcoin can always learn from everything else that gets built out there bad and good and so um my, i think my, we can, i think way, we can agree on that centralization thing which you know the path to decentralization because i i've thought you know we'd started discussing that a year and a half ago two years yeah 
And and look, you know, Bitcoin started centralized. Of course it did. I yeah. also think it may just be blind luck that Satoshi left. I think it may very well have just been a pure thing. Maybe Satoshi died or, or I don't know, got put in jail or whatever. I, or maybe he, he really is Jesus and can avoid being the world's richest man. <laughs> right? Or maybe he really is Craig. Okay. And, and <laughs> God help us. He's the one of it. Okay. So I think you can't discount there's probably an element of luck in Bitcoin being decentralized. But here's a fundamental difference. Yeah. When Bitcoin was decentralized, it was valueless. Okay. So when I when I look at other projects and I go, look, they've raced to be worth 500 million. You know what humans are really fucking bad at? Giving up control of shit that's worth a lot. Sure. Absolutely. And and so I think that that look, I, I will never argue with you that Bitcoin started central. Of course, it like that's just a fact, yeah. Right. Um, I do think there could have been, I could be wrong, a stroke of luck that it became decentralized by the loss of Satoshi. But fundamentally, I think it was easy to decentralize because it was without value. That makes sense. That makes okay. a ton of sense. And and, yeah. and I think a big concern, again, back to human nature, because there are scumbags in Bitcoin as in every walk of life, yeah, is that once these things are in this massive race to value, okay, people are less and less and less and less likely to let give it go. the reins of power. And, and again, yeah. I think that, that's, that's because everybody's been talking about it for so long. And I could be wrong here. Maybe somebody can tell me there is this project that actually did it. But I ain't seen it. Well, I will tell you, there are some projects that are doing it um, just because the founders can't take it anymore. So it may happen just because they're in pain. But, you know, I get what you're saying. I totally agree. We need to catch up on some of these comments because okay. they've been flying. Uh, uh, Eamon said, let's fucking go. Niblet says, oh, Niblet said earlier, um, Eamon, maybe Craig is Gerald Cotton. Some of the Quadra CX wallets are moving now. Yeah, I just saw that yesterday that yep. they're actually taking their Bitcoin and uh, putting it uh, in uh, what's the uh, washer for Bitcoin? Oh, yeah, Wasabi, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So they're they're laundering their Bitcoin out. Somebody. Yeah, it's entirely traceable through Wasabi. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's the dead guy in uh, India. I don't know. Uh, Cotton, yeah. Uh, Shizzy says, you can't stop the unstoppable. That's why proof of work is so important. He also said, I think Sean would like Zen crypto. It follows all of the first principles of crypto. Inflation is just insane for the first few years. I, I'm not I, I, I read Shizzy's um, substack on it. Okay. Um, I didn't understand it, but I really, you really need to get Shizzy on the show, man, because he knows. He's coming Friday. Cool. I mean, Monday, 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 Monday. Yeah. Chris, day after Christmas. Um, yeah, because I, I, I read it, didn't quite understand it. I do. It was at the old Zen. There was an old Zen back in 2018, Shizzy. I don't know if it's the same one or a new Zen, if, if it's the same one or not. I don't know. We'll, we'll ask him about it on Monday. Eamon said, I see why Joe skipped today. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, not just be sitting here telling Joe, Joe, the US, your fucking your empire's over, man. It's pointless. <laughs> and he'd be getting fucking upset about it, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Euphoric says not all domestic regulators act the same. Yeah, I agree that you can't say they're all gonna do the exact same thing. Um, but I think that the majors set the um the guidelines for a lot of the smaller ones to to follow. Um, but, you know, maybe they'll all say, fuck you, US, UK, whoever, we're doing it our own way. Uh, Niblet says, people in failed states like Venezuela had the option to use Bitcoin or any crypto to replace domestic fiat, but opted for USDs instead. Best case for a BTC replacing fiat, yet it hasn't. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, no, but, but I mean, that, again, that's perfectly understandable because, because most people live in the shitcoin world, they see all this stuff happening fast, yeah? I right. Mean, Bitcoin is going to be a fuck all use to anybody in Venezuela or Nigeria or Africa um, for five to 10 years. Yeah, it, it just isn't. Um, and again, the answer to that are, are stable coins. Yeah. So, you know, expecting somebody in one of these places to, you know, use use Bitcoin or any crypto. OK as you know a means when you know they go to the shop and it's dropped 20 percent yeah all of a sudden that's 20 percent less food for their family there's a naivety about that again it's time frame okay 
the price of Bitcoin will stabilize probably in five to 10 years. Okay. I have a long term chart because I know I'm always bearish. But before we go, I want to give you my Christmas fucking view of where Bitcoin is actually going in the future. And it also, awesome. it, it, it will stabilize at some point and then it becomes useful. But that's why I'm a big proponent of, of stable coins on Lightning. Um, and again, there are some issues behind that, you know, again, about, you know, control and so on. But, but that's a kind of a side topic. Yeah. Look, expecting the third world to use Bitcoin is an obnoxious third, first world view. Yeah. It, it just is. Yeah. And you can apply that to any crypto. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Um, the dollar is king of the castle. And if you want to send money home to your family in some part of the world, I would say send dollars, send stables, whatever. Yeah. Um, because Bitcoin isn't there yet. Okay. Um, at all. But that doesn't mean it isn't heading in the right, it doesn't have the right trajectory. So big fan of, 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 of stables on lightning, huge fan, some issues with them about centralized control, blah, blah. All, all of these are, are, are resolvable. Um, and it's onboarding people. Yeah. Right. You know, the, 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 the vision that I would have is that stables on lightning offers people an immediate solution, onboards them into crypto and um, serves a real need for them. And ultimately, as the price of Bitcoin stabilizes, which look, it's 5, 10, 15, 20 years away. Yeah. But nothing about this is fast. Right. And there's a, I mean, it's not just the stabilization of price, right? Then there's this massive psychological shift that has to happen for people to stop thinking in dollars, right? To stop comparing value in US dollars or their own local currency. And so I think that is something that by, by its very nature requires even more time. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, if, if I'm in a bad part of the world and I, and I want to, you know, I want to come buy something, I can guarantee you, um, the dollar is a better instrument than any crypto right now. Yep. But but again, that's not something that that's not there's not that's not technologically fixable. Yeah, that's just the nature of something that's still in price discovery. Yeah. That's right. Um, where, where, what's the price that ends up at stable? Oh, well, well north of of um, like final final price i think it's stability it's got to be in the five to ten million range nice very nice um but very then nice. Um, you know again if we win and and the other thing i'll say look, there's no guarantee that, that that we win you know this is this is the toughest fight on earth you know sure again i come back to it we're fighting every government every financial institution um every regulator basically everything yeah yeah um and that that isn't something that's recognized by the by a lot of the rest of the industry and that's kind of my slight disgust at the space this year it wasn't sbf it was just this we're in the rush to move your coin up coin market cap or to have more tvl um that the very basics of what make this space actually important um you know to to the planet are just out the fucking window i get um, it that makes that, sense. That just me a little bit to be honest yeah getting back to the priorities yeah uh euphoric says all uk regulations on crypto so far have favored the corporations and institutions they say they are making the uk a crypto hub but not being truthful about who it's meant to benefit but you know i have a simple answer to that i mine um whether it's legal or legal I run nodes, whether it's legal or legal. I use Bitcoin every day, whether it's legal or legal. Fuck you, regulators. <laughs> but Sean, they are. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I, mean, I mean, you know, you may, you're not old enough and neither am I, but there was a time when, when you know, the states prohibited alcohol. Didn't yep. stop alcohol, yeah? No, absolutely not. No. Well, look, but I there mean. There was a time in the states where slavery was legal. Dope, dope was, dope was, was uh, yeah. illegal my entire uh life until the last few years i'm, I'm, I'm assuming sure it never stopped you mate because it never, never stopped, stopped me no <laughs> never never stopped me no did not actually no uh 
Uh, Eamon says, but Sean, they already say that if it was regulated, that would be known and expected rather than those insane shocks to the system. Even if it's regulated a certain way, the code shouldn't be changed to exclude all other options. Um, he said, I agree it's TCP IP, but many maxis don't want the internet to be built on top of this protocol. Uh, two biggest innovations in technological masturbations, the flashlight and blockchains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's gonna go radio and uh, you know whatever. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. The flashlight. <laughs> the sad thing is, we all know what it is. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's hilarious, dude. That's funny as shit. Uh, anything else you want to say about this topic, Sean? No, like like that was it again. Because Maxi's get a bad rap, and probably again just for you guys who who have to suffer with this on Twitter, and there are an awful lot of toxic people, but. The level of, of I, I think we just look at it so fundamentally differently that there is unlikely ever to be agreements between us, yeah? Yeah. In, 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 in that regard, because, you know, while our objectives may be the same, we don't think you, we don't think you guys stand a snowball chance in hell wind. And, and we do believe that, that, fundamentally you're damaging the space okay Got it. you can agree or disagree with that but it explains sure. an awful lot of the you know vileness out there and it's twitter you know twitter is just a fucking toxic place to start with i mean it's yeah it's yep. there isn't a lot of love on twitter for anybody yep well the beauty of it from my perspective or my selfish uh, have it any way I want perspective is that I get to celebrate Bitcoin innovation, right? I, I get to celebrate, I get to be all in and play both sides of the coin because I think there's innovation that can happen on both sides. Um, but I certainly, um, I would have zero problem with Bitcoin winning out, right? I would have zero problem with seeing layers of, of innovation on top of Bitcoin and Lightning and everything else. So from, from my perspective, I, I mean, I don't think it'll necessarily happen in the near term, but from my perspective, I I want, I like I said earlier, I want competition um, amongst all of this so that everyone feels the pressure to innovate and 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 make it easier, make it better, make it more private, make it whatever, um, so that at the end of the day, um, we replace government money. And, yeah, and, um, and, and again, give, give people control of their money. I mean, it's it's exactly, you know, it, it's almost a human right in, 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 in my view. Yeah. Yep. Is you know the government telling me what I can and can't do with my money is is so fundamental. Um, it's kind of you know free speech esque. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and again, free and a bit like free speech, it, it, it's not a it's not a simple problem. Yeah. It's easy for me to sit here and go do anything you want with your money until. You know, the guy goes off and buys a thermonuclear device with Bitcoin. I'm going, yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> but here's, but, but don't, but here's what I don't want them to do. I don't want them fucking protecting me from losing my money. That's that's what I don't want. And, and I, if we could just start there on freedom, stop stop trying to protect me from losing my money. You know, and, and, um, and again, that, that's why. That's that, again, that's why a, a core. And a fundamental design premise that I think the vast majority of the space has completely missed is is our government attack vectors. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, and and it, because they don't see it coming, yeah, or or whatever, or or the VCs that are funding them are going no, actually, you know, or, or for whatever reasons. And again, this is the bit where I go. I think we've we're losing we're losing the fundamental principles here which are to me why i why i even turned on a computer in 2010 yeah what certainly wasn't to make money yeah right. trust me yeah it was this fucking nirvana where the government couldn't tell me what i could do with my money whether i was doing good or bad is a different matter yeah they 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 can regulate that in different ways. You know, I shouldn't be able to own a thermonuclear device. Okay, whether I bought it with dollars or Bitcoin isn't the issue, right? Um, and and so on. So, and again, you know, I, it's it's the perspective of going. I'm sitting here in my fucking penthouse, you know, with more fucking money than I know what to do with. 
Okay. It's not, it's not about me. It's about the kid in a leper. Sure. Yeah. So people yeah. need to kind of, you know, go, you know, if this is truly to be a new, the basis, whether that's the rest of crypto, I seriously doubt it. I could be wrong. Yeah. Is that if you're not thinking in those terms, if you're so tied up in your own wealth class and your own country and your own regulators, you've missed the whole point of it. And I see way, I was just cycle. I just seen way too much of that. That makes uh, total sense. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. I think we should end on that note. And that's because that's a. Do, 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 do you want a Christmas present of where I think Bitcoin yeah. is going to go? It could be in a motherfucking man. If you want to share that you want, screen. Bro. You want the chart up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was sharing this with some of my bear buddies. And they were, they were going, look, I'm a big Elliott Waves fan. And people people tend to, um, tend to despise it. But this is Bitcoin from the dawn of time. It's done this perfect thing. I think we are, look, the bottom isn't in, in my opinion. Um, we're getting close in time, maybe April next year. But my belief is the next cycle, we're going to hit at least around 200K. And okay. ultimately, ultimately, we're going to be probably north. For, by the time we do these three more cycles, we're going to be well north of 500K. I can't so, see the timelines on that. Where I know you can't hold specific, but I mean, kind of generally, where are you looking at? I mean, I, we were discussing it um, with, with a few of my trader buddies. I mean, what did we what did we think the max, maximum price in twenty twenty three was? And I think two of them, two of the three, went twenties in their twenties. Okay, depressing fuckers that they are. Um, <laughs> one, one went laser eyes hundred. I'm very confident that we'll hit an ATH next year. Um, nice. I, nice. Think, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go serious bull Q3, Q4. Um, and I think what I would say to people is wait for a confirmed bottom because I do think we're getting to the end of this fucking obnoxious thing, and that um, we will come back. Whether I'm talking Bitcoin, whatever happens, the altcoin space, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like another three four months. And I think we can um, we can start to get ready for um, for the, the the next part of the cycle. I would just say keep some powder dry. You're, you'd be better buying a breakout of twenty k in June than trying to catch a fucking knife at the minute. Love that, absolutely love that. That's beautiful. I love the and I love the positive uh, vibes on this. That's uh, that's exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's been a long and painful bear market, and I think we've a few more shocks to come. Um, but but once all that crap's washed out, I mean, um, you know, we're, we're getting we're, we're getting near in time and reasonably near in price, maybe thirty to fifty percent more to go down, where um, we can start looking forward to, I think, the start of a new bull run. And I think that um, I think everybody needs that. So don't don't lose the faith. Yeah, um, and I you know, mate, looking at this chart and thinking about how you think about this, uh, one of the primary benefits to being a bitcoin maxi is you don't have to fuck around with learning or looking at anything else that no and, and again just think about that. I'm, I'm also a trader i mean i'm gonna buy some shit coins sure. when i think of course the bottom in and i'm gonna i'm gonna hold them through you know what i think is most of the cycle and i'll dump them i'll, I'll buy spot bags on them i won't trade them um what they are again bit of advice for people who are not around that many cycles I wouldn't preempt them. I would look for the ones that run hardest first and buy them because typically in a bull run, the things that start to move are the ones that continue to move. Nice. That's um, awesome. So, That's a great line. That's beautiful. Again, if you're just in it for the money, which is all I would be doing with altcoins, is just buying them for for um, <laughs> buying them for money. Um, so I, you know, I don't think you need to be over analytic because. You know, every cycle we've had a different narrative. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and you know, I don't. I I think there's plenty of time. And again, that word. That's. I think that works. You know, by by whatever's running hardest at the beginning and just hold it till the end. Not the very end. At the top of the halfway. The top of the fucking cycle. Not the very end of the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get round tripped with a shit coin. Come on. That's beautiful. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for coming on. I love your attitude. I love your approach. I love how much you're willing to share. And I love what you're trying to do in the world. Uh, so thank you very much for 
taking your Thursday with us. Have a great Christmas. You as well, sir. You as well. And happy Hanukkah to all of those that celebrate that. Um, Thank you, Niblets, Euphoric, Amen, Shizzy. I think that's the group today. Appreciate you guys and love you. Appreciate that you're here with us and uh, commenting and sharing. And uh, Shizzy will be on next Monday. Joe and I will be back. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll see if Joe's still a no-show. I don't know if he can take the heat. Maybe I'll just have Sean come back on and do it again. I'll, I'll uh, be in the club tomorrow, mate. You do not want me with a few. Oh beers. no! Can uh, uh, can we can we can you get on with Bono and and Russell Crowe while you're there? Maybe Hillary's I, I, around. I they fucked off because they're in there. I'm not going into it. Ah, <laughs> you got to go in, man. Let's have a chat about crypto with them or Bitcoin. Sorry, uh, yeah, that would be funny. Kind of guy you have a chat with anything about? It normally ends in violence. Yeah, so so you guys know what I'm talking about. Sean's local pub actually turns out to be the uh, watering hole of the rich and famous as well. So he gets his he loses his stool to uh, Russell Crowe, Hillary Clinton, and some others. So uh, you know he's a little irked that he can't be in his pub right now because it's taken over by the uh, paparazzi and the famous. So. Uh, anyway, Sean, thank you, everybody. Appreciate and love you. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're watching on YouTube, click the thumbs up. It would greatly help us. And hit click subscribe and click the little bell so you get alerted when new episodes come out. Sean, I appreciate you. We'll see you um, next Thursday if you're available. But uh, thanks, man. That was great. That was fantastic. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Take care, everybody. I, I, we love and appreciate you. Happy Happy holidays. <laughs>